Hey everyone, it's your girl Sensei Victoria Whitfield here, your journey partner in business, welcoming you back to episode 126 of the Journeypreneur podcast. This is your source for channeled holistic stress management techniques, guidance, inspiration, and motivation to stay on your path to rapid financial ascension and massive impact as a conscious entrepreneur. So on this podcast episode, I am super grateful to get to bring to you, my dear friend, Sumia Gayatri. She is an incredible weight loss, health and nutrition coach for women, especially of Indian origin. And I know now more than ever, mama, we have got to hear what you're saying. So welcome to the podcast, goddess. Hey, thank you so much, Victoria. I'm so excited to talk to you today and uh, share my journey and share tips on how we can not get on the quarantine 15. Yes right now you're so right it, this is a time when all of us are at home we are eating out of boredom because we are frustrated we are anxious we are stressed so i hear you on that <laughs> it's so true now with that being said though before we get into it i love it the quarantine 15 before we get into that this may be somebody's very first time meeting you or getting to hear your story. So I was wondering if you could tell us a little bit more about yourself, but especially what are the three things that you're known for in your business? Could you tell us? I'm so happy to share that. Thank you so much. Um, I am a weight loss coach. I'm a health coach from Institute of Integrative Nutrition. I graduated back in 2013 and I have been on this journey of um, giving up my foods. So I, I primarily work with Indian women, but it's actually for ethnic women, you know, we come from different cultures. So um, all these uh, diets seem to be geared towards uh, giving up our ethnic foods that we grow up with. And it, that doesn't go down any well, because after you have lost the weight, you go back to eating your food and then the weight comes back on. Or if you're e emotionally eating, you will reach out to the foods that you have grown up with that's just natural right um so that's where i uh, i did my research and actually got an aha moment for myself that um, this is not going to work for me if i'm going to eat soups and salads for the rest of my life <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> i need to figure out a better way uh, to get my nutritional needs met so that i don't emotionally eat and i don't binge eat or i don't get cravings the three things that I am known in my business in my business would be I am very good as an engineer I'm very good at uh, at um, also picking up patterns my analytical skills also kick in right so uh, I'm very good at analyzing so if you say that I get a lot of migraines I am with you to see what's going on so I will go back three weeks from now and start seeing what's going on right um, what's going on so I'm very good at that. So I, I bring in my analytical skills as well. And uh, I'm very good at spotting these patterns as to why you're starting to fall into these loops of fatigue, maybe a migraine, maybe emotional eating, um, picking up on the emotional stressors that are actually causing these patterns. Um, so I'm very good at spotting emotional stressors. I'm very good at spotting patterns. And of course, um, the... Uh, we're all adults here, so I'm going to use all the bullshit <laughs> that goes on with <laughs> the emotional bullshit. I have to eat because I want to be a part of something. I want to eat because I don't want to feel left out. 
I want to eat because I'm bored and I'm going to eat because I'm tired and I want to eat because I did so good this week. Like I was on it, right? I did my 10K steps every day. I ate my foods. Now, Friday night or Saturday morning, I need to celebrate. (laughs) I'm going to get my cheeseburger, my fries. And for the Indian in me, the samosas and the rice and the uh, the naan and the mm. paneer and I'm going to go and lather it in butter and some heavy cream and <laughs> just enjoy it right so we need to I, I so as much as I identify with it that is nothing but self-sabotage so I I empower my clients to recognize these patterns for themselves because an aha is an aha when you get it and not when somebody else points it So I'm there to guide the way through for you, for everybody to understand, for that person to understand for themselves what their patterns are. And of course, weight loss follows. I mean, then it becomes, then it just becomes easy because you know you're going to be on the plan because you understand why you are not on the on the plan that you chose to be on, right? Mm -hmm. So just weight loss just follows. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love it. That's so gorgeous. And I love how organic that is. And it's so true. Like the comfort foods that we're brought up with, especially as a people of color, like are fatty and rich and like lots of gluten. And oh my God, when you started talking about naan, I was like, oh yeah, garlic naan, give it to yeah. me. Oh. <laughs> give it to me. <laughs> Let me dunk it in some paneer butter masala. And, oh, yes, heaven. Yeah, I get it. I get it. And and as much as I I don't believe in starvation, and I don't believe in deprivation, and I don't believe in um, depriving ourselves of food. But uh, but it needs to be in the plan. If you need to eat it, put it in the plan. I mean, that's what I always say. Make a plan and stick to it, and add these foods to your plan. You want to eat ice cream? Add it to your plan. And work your way around it, but don't try to sneak in a small, you know, don't try to stand in the pantry and your refrigerator or your freezer and try to stuff ice cream so that nobody's watching because nobody is watching. It's only you who is responsible for it. It's only you who is, um, uh, at the end of the day, you are answering to yourself, not to anybody else, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So true. Oh, I love it. And with that, like, I, there's got to be a backstory here. Like, I'm curious. What was, uh, did something happen? Like, what was the point where you realized, oh my gosh, I've got to be a health coach, especially for women of color. Like, what, I got to start this business. What what happened to inspire you to really start on this journey that you've been on? So there are two parts of the story. I became a health coach back in 2013 because I was so tired of um, always dieting. I was always dieting from the time I was, I hit puberty um, somebody pointed out my thighs and um, that was it. I went on this, I have always been on a spiral. I mean, it's been a journey for me to kind of start loving my body and start tuning into my body, right? And say, hey, I appreciate you, right? Um, the trigger was my daughter when she was born, right? In 20, uh, 2011, I did not want her to go through all that I went through. Right. I wanted to be informed about what the right foods are because there's so much information floating on the internet. 
it can be really hard to decipher what's the right food. So today it's keto, tomorrow it's paleo, tomorrow it's um, the caveman diet, and then comes you know something else. There's the low fat diet, and <laughs> there's so many diets out there. So where do I fit in? Like, and then we, I was always constantly searching to lose weight, lose weight. Like food became a source of weight loss. Before eating something, I would say, "Am I going to put on weight?" I mean. I lost the fact. Uh, I lost the scope that uh, food is actually nutrition, right? We are, we are we are nourishing our bodies here. I mean, nourishing our souls here. So that flip had to happen. So 2013, I got my. Uh, I graduated. I started becoming more conscious of what I was eating, the food I was eating. I was new to America as well. I came in 20, 2008, uh, so the foods were new here. I was trying to navigate my way and I had heard the very famous uh, line that everybody in America puts on weight. Like, uh, yeah. I heard the freshman 15, I'm now here in the quarantine 15, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I found that for myself as well. If I was not conscious, I would, mm, I love bagels, right? I love bagels. Mm-hmm. Um, so the only respite for me is that I'm a vegetarian. Mm-hmm. So I don't get to actually... <laughs> Go go out and binge at uh, McDonald's and stuff because I can't eat the food there. Mm-hmm. So that's been a saving grace for me. Uh, but I love desserts, right? <laughs> so Dunkin' Donuts, oh my God, I love Cold Stone ice cream, the chocolate brownies supreme. I, I don't remember the name now. I used to go there back in the day. It was my favorite joint. So anything with chocolate, right? Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh man, don't tell me about tell me about it, right? So, give me- <laughs> oh my goddess, this is so good. But like to be able to um, to recognize though that that relationship in your like I'm I'm like having realizations and aha moments as you're speaking that the relationship between food shifted from this is food as nutrition to food as weight loss, right? Oh. <laughs> Yeah, that's such a, a a powerful thing to realize that like yes. our mindsets can get warped. Yeah. Yes, it does. I think, and it's so much of I mean, um, for me, um, I didn't realize how much marketing actually was hitting me, mm-hmm. and that the images that are fed to us constantly on a daily basis have um, so much effect on your on yourself that you don't realize. I mean, you, I will reach for a French fry, even though. I know it's not good for me. I will reach for it because the advertising is right point on, right? The messaging everywhere, speaking to us on so many levels, on TV, on radio, on print, everywhere, right? So these messages, we are kind of, they are going into our bodies, whether we like it or not. Uh, We are uh, hanging on to these uh, points somewhere or the other, right? So we have to realize that it almost becomes like a second habit for us to go to a place and then order fries because you've got to I mean you've got to order fries man mm-hmm, mm-hmm. who doesn't order fries i don't want to be the weirdo <laughs> there's that phrase like do you want fries with that it's like a hypnosis going yes. back of our mind yes and then of course i have to take a large fries i can't take a small fries mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so true Right. So it. So once I got very conscious about it, um, last year actually, uh, I lost all my weight. That I was. I was actually in a very good phase uh, with regards to my nutrition and my fitness. I was working out. I was eating right. Uh, I was meeting all my goals for my 
that I have for my body. Uh, but I had a panic attack because my spouse was traveling. I was working full time. Um, I was handling two kids, right? And I had all these shoulda, wouldas, kudas on my head. I should be a good mom. I should take them for all their activities. Or oh, they have to do swim and gymnastics and dance. And <laughs> if they don't do all these enrichments, oh my God, I'm a bad mom. And then uh, when my husband comes back home, I have to cook a good meal. Like I'm a bad wife. All these shoulda, woulda, kudas came on me. Uh, and they just, I just piled them on myself. Uh, and I had a panic attack. I mean, of course I did. I was already doing this for eight months or six months at a time, already in into this thing, right? So this whole emotional baggage weighed me down. I'm not surprised it did. So that's when I actually shifted to say, what am I doing here? You know, that was a big aha for me. That was again a shifting point for me to know that it's not just about the weight, uh, right? It's also about the emotional eating, but also it's about my emotional health. Mm. I have to be emotionally healthy i have to be able to manage these stressors that are coming to me from all angles right from work from um, you know from work from the society from myself actually the biggest uh, the biggest stressor i am is me because i am so judgmental to myself mm-hmm. right every single day i get up and i will judge myself mm-hmm. i didn't do this so i'm not a good mom I didn't talk to my dad or my mom. I'm not a good daughter. You know. Mm -hmm. It's so true. It's so true. And we've got the, like, um, when I talk to my clients about it, it's it's like waking up with your your biggest enemy and they follow you into the bathroom. Of like, you're fat, you look crazy. What are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. Constantly in the background, like your your biggest, like your biggest opponent, it wakes up with you goes and takes the shower with you, goes to the bathroom with you, follows you downstairs into the kitchen, through your everything throughout the whole yes. thing. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that, that is so true. And I had that person with me, on me the entire time, right? Um, not recognizing what I was doing, not giving myself a break, uh, always being on the go. Uh, and then on top of that, the expectations that I had from my spouse, from my kids, Oh, I'm doing so much for you now. You have to listen to me. So at least my kids uh, or to with my spouse. Oh, I'm doing so much in the house and at work. Now you need to, you know, some sort of an entitlement attitude that I felt that um, I have to be, I had to be, okay? Not that I want to be. Uh, there's a difference there. I had to be acknowledged for my mm-hmm. duty or uh, whatever I was doing, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this was all weighing me down and then there would be fights because I would scream at my kids or with my spouse or with my friends or with my parents because I was so worn out uh, and I wasn't showing up for myself I started expecting others to show up for me like hey I don't get a break for me why don't you tell me or send me to a salon or why don't you give me a break mm-hmm. 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 this is so good this is so true where we start to hot potato like our our pain and lack of self-care mm-hmm. onto our loved ones because that's who's around the most they end up being that those biggest triggers yeah um, and it's so i'm curious then with with that in mind if someone's listening in or watching in on the podcast right now and they're going through that where they're feeling exhausted and stressed and you know like okay the quarantine 15 is coming on and they're 
like disappointed in themselves. They got that inner critic going and they're having this experience. And especially as entrepreneurs, like we're constantly thinking oh, of, yeah. like, oh my gosh, criticizing ourselves, but having this experience of like, you know what? screw it I'm gonna eat the whole tub of ice cream or you know what forget it I'm like I'm a failure this I should just give up I should just give up on trying to take better care of myself give up on um trying to make everything better I should just give up on trying to eat right like what would you say do you have any advice to them like did this ever happen to you on your journey like if someone's going through that what would you say to them right now absolutely has happened to me absolutely uh, i don't think this has not happened to most of this has happened to most of us mm-hmm. right and the mantra that i have for myself now is to step back and see what would you do if your best friend was doing this mm. so if your step if your best friend was out there binging on ice cream binging on the tub of uh, ice cream and have was having such a tough time that it was ready to put in the towel hey i don't give a damn this is what it is i'm defeated this is it i mean weight loss has defeated me right take a step back and say what would i tell my best friend mm. you would tell your best friend it's okay you ate that tub of ice cream and that's fine mm-hmm. don't feel guilty about it it's done and over so that's the key don't feel guilty about it don't marinate in that stress don't marinate in that shameful feeling mm. mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. then second of all you would tell them to to actually take a look at themselves and say what's going on here right actually evaluate and sit down what is this is this me trying to lose weight is this me trying to get better i mean is it true first question you would ask is is this true am i a bad entrepreneur or am i a bad mom or am i a bad sister am i a bad friend am i am i in which areas of my life am i showing up right so the inner critic that's going on you're not showing up here you're not showing up here you're not showing up here is this true no it's not so meditation is a huge technique so for me i for me i meditate every day and i also journal every day so even if i don't meditate every day i will journal every single day it is very important i'm always conscious of my thoughts i'm always telling myself hmm where did that thought come from or hmm am i judging myself i have gotten to this level of consciousness it i was not here last year and that was my journey and that's where i pivoted and said okay this is where um, the maximum need is the need is not about which diet to eat and what to eat and what not to eat the need is to understand why i'm eating what i'm what i'm eating and what my own patterns are right that's the need of the hour not any diet you could be on any diet but once you stop that diet you're going to go back to the weight if the weight is going to come back and it's going to feel so hard for you to maintain your healthy weight then what's going on so that's when the meditation comes into picture that's when my analytical brain of my engineering comes into picture my analysis comes into picture right and i'm start going okay where did this come from why am i thinking like this is this true so some of this is also comes from me not feeling good enough ever in my life right and and i start taking things that are happening like a friend doesn't reach back you know she doesn't love me mm. i'm not important to her she's never done this you know remember that other friend she never reached out to you either or remember that cousin of yours that guy never reached out you're not loved 
you're not good enough mm. that inner critic you that ego coming up right you have to stop it you have to step back so that's when i'm so curious right now and if that thought is coming back i will immediately step back and say what's going on so be your own best friend the least we can do is be our own best friend that inner critic that ego is going to be there it's not going away it's really not going away the only thing i can do today is to step back and say what will i tell my best friend hey no give them some grace maybe something came up she's a mom she has two kids or three or one kid or she has even if she has no kids and she is still busy right something must be going on there must be something going on with their family um she may be sick you don't know what's going on with the person other other person on the other side mm-hmm. we have to give them that grace and we have to give ourselves that grace and then say okay what's really going on no maybe she's busy when you give grace to others it's very easy to give grace to ourselves mm-hmm. and say no you know i'm good enough this is not true mm-hmm. so you have to step back and the step and the first step is to not bash yourself or to not judge yourself for what you have already done and I, and this um and i'm a huge uh, i do reiki as well and but i also do a lot of eft right so then um then if if when you're just starting out the biggest thing is um i start tapping so taking full responsibility and you know even though i'm not a good friend and even though i'm not a good wife and even though this person i expected this person to call and they didn't call and even though see yes look at you shifting right now yes. right so i deeply and completely love and accept myself yes uh-huh amen excuse me so it's just a, so there are so many tools out there but you have to choose to do these things it is a choice that you get right and there are so many tools out there but if if somebody is not going to take ownership of this and say hey i want to shift this this is going to shift only if we take ownership of this mm-hmm. like your best friend you will tell your best friend to go for that dream to go do something hey no do this and do this and do this like if she was in trouble and she was not feeling well you would say hey get a soup get a soup uh, get tylenol and get some water and get some rest mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. you would give them four things to do and you because you know those four things are going to help them so then when you know for your and you know for yourself what you need to do it's not like you don't but we're just so sometimes so hot up in our shoulda woulda couldas that i have to do this and i have to do that and i should be doing this you know i have to go to the party every i have to go to this party and i have to go meet that friend i have to go meet this aunt but where is this grace so you have grace for so many people in your life right you're showing up to so many people how do you show up for yourself that's the question i ask well, how do you show up for yourself in your own life mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh my god this is so powerful this is so powerful um i mean it like oh my gosh i'm going to i'm going to have to re-listen to this <laughs> myself cuz this this is so powerful um when we get into that mode giving away all of our love giving away all of our love and it, um i i reiterate this all the time to my clients remember when you're going to ready to fly on the plane and they're going through the safety exercises and and all of that they say put the oxygen mask on yourself first before you right. um and help others it'll give you the energy to save your child to to save the people that you care about or want to help Right. Uh, when we get into that mania 
of self-criticism as you're just describing Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. this is it's like a slippery slope and what you just said was so powerful so powerful i i have to say i have a strong feeling that someone listening in or watching right now um needs to hear more needs more of your inspiration other tips and tools that you've got going sister like for those and i just got a chill for those who are listening and watching and saying, oh my gosh, I love this woman. Where do I go? How do I get involved? How do I celebrate and support her um, in the powerful work that she's doing in the world and even maybe participating as well? Where, where are we going to celebrate you, Mama? Tell me. So I, I'm very low-key. I'm a very uh, low-maintenance person. Yes! I don't have a website, but I do have a Facebook page and a Facebook group. So my Facebook, I go by Soumya Gayatri and I can, uh, I, and I have a group that's weight loss support for Indian women, but everybody is welcome. Um, these techniques apply for everybody. Uh, it's just that I identify culturally with, my, with Indian women and I'm serving them. Uh, but these techniques apply for everybody. So come uh, join my group. Uh, I give a lot of content and I give a lot of freebies inside the group itself. Um, and if you want to work with me, I currently have an offer that I'm doing uh, because of the COVID uh, situation and everybody's at home. This is like the perfect time to kind of dial into your self-care because people are not, I'm, I'm not commuting. People are not commuting, right? You have those two hours or three hours that you spent on commute uh, for yourself. Um, it could be journaling, it could be, you know, dial, planning your food out for the next day. And, um, you know, so this is such a good time to actually dial into our habits, our self-care and to dive into our own goals for ourselves because you are, you have that extra time on you with you. So make use of that time, right? So I have a special offer right now. So hit me up and I'm happy to share that, uh, right? So, and I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited because collectively and you know this victoria that as women we have always been shown that we have to be on the go our mom my grandma mother my aunt my mom my mother-in-law everybody we're always constantly on the go right we need to step back and dial in um, especially if you're in our 30s this is a time for us to dial in to our health if you're in the 30s and the 40s and 50s this is our time to dial into our health before shit hits the fan at 60 or something and we start uh, actually seeing the effects of bad lifestyle and bad health right yes and and i come from i come from a place where diabetes hypertension um heart diseases have become so common in the last 50, last 20 years that we are predisposed now for that as the next generation we are predisposed to it so let's step up so that our next generation is better right so that's one of the biggest uh, reasons for me to do what i'm doing is uh, I want I want my kids to know I have two kids I want them to know what healthy living is I want exercise and food to be a lifestyle for them not something they have to do uh, right so let's step up for our next generation if not for ourselves we owe it to them as mothers uh, as a mother I am so hung up I, I try to give them the right nutrition I try to make sure they are studying correctly they have the right friends but we also need to step up and give them this information about health and wealth because health is wealth thousand percent so beautifully said oh my goddess thank you sumia oh my god thank you thank you i love talking to you yeah this is amazing 
Um, and I want to turn it over to our listeners and our viewers right now. How inspired are you by Sumia? Go ahead, comment below, um, send us email back, right? Send us PMs. Let us know how inspired are you are are you right now? Because um, we owe it to the people that we love and serve to be able to uh, leave a legacy of health as wealth as we go forward, as Sumia so beautifully said. And with that, by the way, if this is your first time listening in to the Journeypreneur podcast, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for stopping by. Please make sure that you leave us a five-star review on iTunes and hit that subscribe button. When you leave your five-star review, there's a wonderful box there for you to share your story. This is episode 126. What was the biggest thing that Sumia said that touched your heart, inspired you to really get back on your weight loss journey? And not just weight loss journey, but your healthy life journey, your self-love journey. What inspired you around what Sumia said to really take um, your power back. I would love to hear that. And to all those of you who have left your reviews and who shared your story, thank you for your support. It's been amazing getting to see what touched you and it helps fuel me to keep on my journey serving you as well. So with that being said, we're going to bring this podcast episode to a close with the same thing that we say every time, please remember to enjoy the journey. Do not lose your glow as you grow in life and business. And we'll see you in the next podcast episode. Bye for now. Thank you.